sing out a song of the soul and we Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we're doing a bit of a retrospective, a retrospective in two ways. First of all, we'll be grabbing bits from Song of the Soul interviews I did with seven different musicians back in the late summer, early fall of 2020. That's the first part of the retrospective. The second part is the content and subject of the songs we'll be featuring. We're going to be hearing songs that are from the good old days, or of old-timey style music, or of old folks, or of how the old times are not the perfect picture we sometimes see through rose-colored glasses. But mostly, what we'll be doing is listening to some really fine music from close to three years ago, songs with an intersecting theme. And I'll say it again, some really fine music and people. So let's kick it off with the visit I had in mid-August 2020 with Joe Newberry. Joe does excellent music of all sorts, but he especially tends towards old-timey bluegrass, spirituals, torch songs, and the like. He started off with this one. My late sister was a, a pastor and was ill for a couple of years before she passed away. Basically, every song I wrote for a, a number of years, was dealing with that, that long goodbye. The other thing, my mom passed away when I was a fairly young man. So as a result, even into adulthood, when a, a lady who would be would have been about my mother's age, I just, you know, would just fall hard for him, just a mom type. And a friend of mine, her mom and I just got on like a house of fire. And her name was Patsy Warner, and she got sick. And Patsy, I went to see her, and she said, Honey, I'm sick and I want you to write me a song. This is Resurrection Day. It's been done a lot of different ways. I decided to make it almost like one of the old unaccompanied ballads, and on this particular cut, it's a live recording from doing a Prairie Home Companion. Also singing on it is Garrison Keeler and Heather Massey with the Exchange Street Quartet playing just a bass to sing over. Joe Newberry, accompanied by these unknown people like Garrison Keeler and Heather Massey on Joe's song, Resurrection Day. You laid down your burden When you left this world of woe I will think with affection Of your time with us below Your time with us below On your journey Your soul learned how to fly When you walk that lonesome valley Into a cloudless sky Memory lingers Though the body turns to clay that's so we will recognize you on the resurrection day, on the resurrection day. 
upon your journey your soul and how to fly when you walk in lonesome valley into a cloudless sky home to live with the father hallelujah what you've gained free from any care or bother and free from earthly pain free from earthly On your journey, your soul learn how to fly when you walk the lonesome valley into a cloudless sky. I'm glad I'm a believer. I know how the story ends. the great deceiver and join my family and my friends I'll join my family and my friends on your journey your soul and how to fly when you You've got instrumentals from the Exchange Street Quartet, but the lead there and the song written by Joan Newberry, accompanied by Garrison Keeler and Heather Massey. I have a link to the video on northernspiritradio.org, so you can come by on my site and get there. When you want to just go and look at all the great music that Joan Newberry has produced, a good share of it you'll find at joenewberry.me. That's like me, not you. Go to joenewberry.me to follow up on his music. And again, that was Resurrection Day. You said that she requested that you write the song for her. You did it. How big of a turnaround is this? This isn't from intermission to the end, is it? It's not, but I had a song within a week or so and actually got to sing it for her. She passed away not too long after. Joe Newberry was with us for Song of the Soul back in mid-August 2020, sharing newly written old-timey songs like that one. You really want to check his music out. Actually, my favorite of his songs is Singing As We Rise, and I've introduced it to my local monthly song circle. I'm sure you'll be carrying them with you once you get exposed to them. Next up is a song from a program I entitled Sparky Rucker's Good Old Way. You see that theme coming up again? This is not a Sparky Rucker original, but it's this traditional song done with his own style. This is how we started off Song of the Soul in August 2020. Let's do Good Old Way, and then we'll close with the one that I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I knew the name. I knew the song. As soon as I played it, I said, oh yeah, that one. But where did I learn this? You maybe know where it came through the folk process. Well, it comes out of the Southern Appalachia. In fact, Rhonda and I like to talk about this, that in Southern Appalachia, it's a combination of black, Native American, Irish, and Scott Irish. 
it's those four cultures coming together that created what we call Southern Appalachian music. So here is, again, it's both Sparky and Rhonda Rucker. And we've got a couple other people singing with them, but we're doing most of the parts on this. Yeah, the, the sound comes together so well there. Two people wouldn't be quite full justice to it. We got more than that in the good old way. Sparky Rucker here today for Song of the Soul. As I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, brother, oh, brothers, let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Oh, brothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. As I went down in the valley to pray, studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, sisters, oh, sisters let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Oh, sisters, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. As I went down in the valley to pray, Studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown? Good Lord, show me the way. Mother. Oh, mothers, let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Oh, mothers, let's go down, down in the valley to pray. As I went down in the valley to pray, I'll be studying about that good old way, and who shall wear the starry crown, good Lord, show me the way. Oh, elders, let's go down, let's go down, don't you want to go down? Sparky Rucker showing us the good old way. I assume that's you who's calling out, oh, sisters, and that, that, that's you leading the... And that's the way I learned to sing in my in growing up in my church, doing that kind of thing and having the call and response thing happening in the song. Oh, yeah, that's the only way to do that song. 
that sounds to me like a real religious song. Is that the kind of thing that would be done in a camp meeting or? Oh, yes. That's the kind of environment for it? Yeah, camp meetings, which started in the Southern Appalachia, but they did spread throughout the United States because, in fact, on Martha's Vineyard, there's a permanent place that people would have camp meetings all the time. It's interesting. If you ever get up that way, you should check it out. Go over to Martha's Vineyard and ask to see that camp meeting. Uh, it's these wonderful little, they look like little Swiss houses. Wonderful paint job. You can tell some crazy Christians did it. (laughs) But these people lived in such remote areas of the world that they would have to come together way out of the hills and hollers to come together for about a month and they would commune with each other. That's where where, how all the songs got spread around throughout that area was because of the camp meetings. And then they would give a chance for all these preachers to preach to more than the normal group that they got to preach to. But also that's how marriages were arranged. That's how barn raisings were set up, you know, times for people to get together because these people lived in really remote areas of the world, you know, because camp meetings happened. There were two or three things they called the Great Awakenings that happened in this country. One was in the 1700s, but the last one was right after the Civil War where we had close to a million people, both civilian and soldier, die. And people definitely felt they had to get together and cleanse themselves after so much bloodshed in this country. After this last four years, I think we're about ready for another great awakening. I think we need it, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful Reflections of a Traditional Song by Sparky Rucker. You can listen to all six of the songs he shared in that interview, plus my interview with Sparky, via the link to that show on northernspiritradio.org, and also to the interview that I did years earlier with his wife, Rhonda Rucker. Good old music in the good old way. Next up, just a little later in August 2020, was one of my annual shows about the winners of the Songs of Social Change, sponsored by RAWA, the Renaissance Artists and Writers Association. My guest was one of the judges, Ed Glassman, but the grand prize winner, Mary Lou Fulton, shared a song very much related to our old-time theme today, though from the opposite direction. Ed Glassman introduced the song. The first place song, Not Going Back by Mary Lou Fulton, was very inspirational because, in fact, she took the position where she could have narrowed towards the dark. But she said, especially for women's issues, she said, no, we're not going back to the past. We are moving forward to the future. I was really interested in her as a person not knowing who she was, I looked her up and she turned out to be a reporter. She had been a reporter for the Los Angeles Times and saw where her, what her background was. And I was really inspired. And then when she won, she was really inspired. She wanted to advertise the contest for coming years. And so we were happy to connect with her and her song. So that's how we're going to conclude this version of Song for Social Change. Again, we've grabbed six of the top songs. There's nine on the recording for volume four from this past year, and the contest is going on. You have a song. If you know someone who has a song, come via NordenSpiritRadio.org. You'll find a link to Rawa.net and to their Sonic Bids platform where you can submit the songs. We're ending, though, with Mary Lou Fulton, her song, Not Going Back. 
enjoy the ride with her. She's got a wonderful voice, tune, and message. I so love the whole message and thrust of what Songs for Social Change is doing. I want to thank you, Ed, for being one of the judges for that. And I look forward to hearing from Ed Glassman soon. Thanks for joining me for Song of the Soul. Thank you very much for having me. And I want to just say that the contest ends December 1st, 2020. So please get your entries in. And thank you for having me uh, to talk about our contest. And so here it is again. Last song, Mary Lou Fulton, Not Going Back. We'll see you next week for Song of the Soul. I hear we gotta get back to the time when things were good. When America was great, the world worked like it should. Before we get too caught up in faded photographs, do we really want to go back to the past? Back to the kitchen, back in the closet, back to the end of the line. Just keep your mouth shut, do as you're told, and everything's gonna be fine. I don't think so. The good old days, they weren't so good for me How about you? I don't think so I don't think so Oh no, we're not going back I don't think so When people cross the border Who fear for your lives Nothing but invaders With guns and bombs and knives But they're talking about my mama Been here since she was nine Proudly waves the flag on the 4th of July She heals back to the shadows Back where you came from Back to the end of the line Stop with the Spanish Just pick the crops And everything's gonna be fine I don't think so I don't think so The good old days They weren't so good Back to the hustle, back to the back of the bus I don't think Just so Just keep your mouth shut, do as you're told And stop making such a fuss I don't think back so Back to the kitchen, back in the closet Back to the end of the line I don't think back so Back to the shadows, back where you came from Back to another time I don't think so I don't think so The good old days, they weren't so good for me
Mary Lou Fulton is a gem, and I hope you'll connect with her, both her songs and activism, and her deeply rooted traditional values for change. Next up, from September 2020, is one of my perennial favorites, Peter Alsop. The song Peter will be introducing is new lyrics to one of Peter's old songs, and the first part definitely invokes inspirational memories of my faraway youth. Take it away, Peter. Let's do the one. We had a discussion about skin color, and I have a friend who makes a living. It's a wonderful actor named Gerald Rivers, and he sounds exactly like Martin Luther King. And we're old friends because he worked at the theater. And so Gerald comes along as one of the granddads who joins me on the trip. So I wrote a song call about skin color, and I have Martin Luther King singing it with me on this album. Um, <laughs> I also have the cut before it, which is some of the segues are two minutes long. So rather than have them as part of the songs, like I've done on some of my other kids' albums, I actually title them. So if you wouldn't mind doing it, there's a, a segue before skin color called I Had a Dream, where I fall asleep after lunch, and I start dreaming about Martin Luther King, and then we sing the song together, a Skin Color, and then, of course, I wake up after that. We won't go that far, but if, if you could play those two cuts. One is called I Had a Dream, and the next one's called Skin Color. Both of them from Camping with Dads by Peter Alsop. I know you kids learn from us dads, but us dads learn from you kids, too. That was great, Stuart. I yeah, love that song. Nice job, Stuart. Song, Stuart. That was really nice. Here's a hug, Dad. I love you. Ah, oh, thanks. Love you, too. Come on, guys. Let's go finish setting up our tents for tonight. Got mine set up already. I'm gonna take a nap. We'll go do ours, too. Andre, will you check and see if the sleeping bags are dry yet? And Bailey, you can help me with the tent. And I'm gonna sit here in the sun and take a nap, too. <clears throat> oh, you know what the shoe said to the hat? What? You go on ahead, and I'll follow on foot. Peter, just stop that. <laughs> Good night, Norman. Perhaps it's time for us to set up our tent, Peter. What? what, 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 what who are you? I, I, I know you. You're Martin Luther King. What? What are, what are you doing here? Okay, okay, this isn't real. This isn't real? No, no, I'm having a dream. Ah, uh, have a dream. <laughs> no, 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 don't start that. This is my dream. We're on a camping trip, and I must have drifted off after lunch, and you're not really here. Seems to me like I'm here. You and Stuart and Gerald and Norman, Chad and the kids. Yeah, we're all here, Peter. You, you can all see Martin Luther King? Standing right here? Yeah. You okay? He helped carry my djembe. And he brought chocolate for some mores later. He said he was sharing the tent with you. Really? So, so you're really Dr. King? Yes, that's me. You seem confused. Well, I, I am a bit. I'm, I'm an old white guy, probably racist, you know, but is that why you're in my <laughs> dream? <laughs> no. I know the whole system is racist, Peter. That's right, brother. And we're all working on changing that. Granddad's got a skin color song. I know all about his song. Sung it myself at many a service. Wait, you know my song? It's a wonderful song. Let's sing it right now. <laughs> but but Come you... Come on! We'll sing it with you. I'll push the button on the Sonical Digital Musical song box. What, that's in my dream, too? Come on! <laughs> okay. As soon as we're born, grown-ups, check how we look. 
And they look up our color in the skin color book If we're darker or lighter, they size up our skin Cause they wanna know where we're gonna fit in It's only a skin color, that's how we're made It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades, you too Cause you're one of us Come on, try it it's only a skin color, that's how we're made. It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades, you two. Cause you're one of us. Now racism happens when folks are afraid. And that fear gets passed on to us kids, so they say. Our parents who love us want us to go far. But our choices get fewer, the darker we are. Well, it's only a skin color, that's how we're made. It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades, you two. Cause you're one of us. And most grown-ups know how this whole system works. It was set up by white guys with odd jerky quirks. No matter our color, let's all take a stand. Cause this skin color thing's gotten way out of hand. It's only a skin color, that's how we're made It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades, you too Cause you're one of us When us kids make friends, it's not based on our skin And we usually don't care whose family you're in We like other kids who have good appeal We make friends with kids who care how we feel Well, it's It's only a skin color, that's how we're made It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades, you two Cause you're one of us We know it's no fair to treat some folks like less This skin color thing makes the whole world a mess Inside all our bodies we have the same stuff So let's all just decide that enough is enough It's only a skin color, that's how we're made It's only a skin color, what's all the fuss? It's only a skin color, all different shades You two, cause you're one of us I hope all of you were suitably stunned to have MLK come back for this song performance with Peter Alsop. The song we just heard, Skin Color, and the intro to it, which is quite beautiful in itself, I Had a Dream. Do you think that Martin Luther King actually knows your song, Skin Color, from the other side? I mean, I I don't know how you actually even think about that kind of thing, but I know his energy and his blessings for the world continue in the world. His consciousness, too? I don't know. Well, I mean, I certainly see his consciousness out there with Black Lives Matter and with the people that are starting to put together some of the stuff he was putting together, which is why I think he got killed was about capitalism and war and the war economy that we live under and what we do out there in the world. And he was starting to speak about that. And that becomes so uncomfortable for people in high places that they want that disturbance disappeared. So I'm seeing it happen in the young people that are speaking up about this and gathering and marching in the streets. It's not okay to keep doing this. The arc of justice has been since a long arm, but it's been toward justice. So I don't remember what the arc was. The arc Arc of of history. I think it's arc of history. It's toward justice, yeah. And it's happening. It just takes way too long for my taste. 
I want to see more of it happen while I'm still around. So I don't have to look at it from the other side. I think he would. I used to say, you know, I don't consider myself a Christian because I don't know if Jesus is over there or not. I know that the stories around Christianity are some wonderful stories that help us live our lives better if we embrace those stories. But to argue with someone that it really existed, it really didn't exist, or this one, you know, there's so many things that have happened in the storytelling that's gone on around, like Moses in the in the bulrushes in the Bible. There's carbon dated proof that Assyrian on Assyrian tablets, way before Moses, that happened to an Assyrian king where he was found in the bulrushes, almost word for word. But it was such a good story. Why not just tag it on to Moses? My point is, who cares if it's true about Moses? It's a really good story. And if Moses speaks to you or Jesus speaks to you in some way that makes your life better and better for the people around you, well, did God really exist? Does Jesus exist? What was God? Who cares? The stories are what have power in our lives. It's the stories that we tell ourselves. It's the frame you and I were talking about with George Lakoff. Lots more of that interview with Peter Alsop via the links with his show on northernspiritradio.org. We're looking back at some gems from late summer, early fall of 2020. Of course, all of our shows of the past 18 years are on our website, places for you to comment and find other music, the stations that carry our show, and a place for you to donate to Northern Spirit Radio. Your donation keeps the listeners in the driver's seat. No need for us to kowtow to corporate control or government financing. Please support these invaluable local community radio stations. Your donations and willing hands make it possible to grow independent news and music right there in your town. So fertilize community radio with some of your green, and we'll head back to more of this retrospective of guests who brought their music to Song of the Soul back in the fall of 2020. And I selected songs from those interviews somehow related to the old times, the roots, the people and issues that have been the growing ground of our culture and nation. One influential musician for me was John Prine. His passing was an opportunity to bring together people inspired by John Prine, with the first one up being a wonderful talent by the name of Carsey Blanton. Since she's decades younger than me, I wondered how she came to be so captivated with the music of John Prine. My dad was my gateway to John Prine, and he's still is one of John Prine's biggest fans. I think they're almost the same age. John Prine was a couple years younger than my dad is. So my dad, I guess when he was a young man, got hooked on John Prine's first record and learned all the songs on the record and then didn't really continue his experiment with learning guitar. So for my whole childhood, my dad knew how to play almost exclusively John Prine songs. <laughs> and we had, my dad is a like a group therapist. And he, so he our house was a retreat center when I was growing up. So we had a lot of parties. <laughs> and so my dad would pull out the guitar and play the 10 John Prine songs that he knew probably once a month for my entire childhood. <laughs> so those songs are in my subconscious brain, at least as deep as any other song. Do you have any particular favorites of John Prine's? I mean, if you put your top one, two, three, whatever you want to name. Well, I think Fish and Whistle is one of my very favorite songs in the world. And it has in it, I think, the best line ever written, which is, Father, forgive us for what we must do. You forgive us, we'll forgive you. I think that, (laughs) in a way, that that line sums up all of life to me. And also, it really sums up what was special about John Prine, which is that he had this beautiful reverence for life and for people, but he also had this very lighthearted, kind of witty sense of humor all the time. And and he, I think he showed me how it's possible to have both as a songwriter. And those are both things I really value, like 
having heart and presence and, and compassion and then pairing that with wit and humor is what kind of makes it palatable. Because if you don't have the humor in there, then you just have like another earnest folk singer, which I think we've had enough of for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> but you're the one who kicked off. I mean, I, I knew he was sick. And then a few days later, I heard that John Prine had died. And then I saw your song, Fishing With Me. I said, okay, I've got to, number one, I got to get a hold of Carsey Blanton. And number two, I've got to find other people to fill in the wonderfulness that Carsey's kicking off. So tell me about Fishing With You. Well, that was an interesting experience in a lot of ways. I think that I've loved John Prine so deeply, and yet I was still sort of shocked by what a strong reaction I had to his passing. I found out the night he passed, pretty much cried all night. (laughs) I just started sobbing and didn't stop and slept a little bit, but was just really, really deeply rocked by it. And so I kind of slept on and off, and I woke up the next morning with a really strong urge to write a song for him. You know, I'm quarantined with my bass player and his wife in this house in Philly, and so I had to kind of shut myself into a room. And I went and got my cup of tea, and I said, hey, guys, I got to write a song. See you in the afternoon. And then I kind of locked myself up till the video was done. <laughs> and I just, for whatever reason, I think the, the intensity of that grief allowed me to just get the song out and get it finished and make the video and be done with it. And so it was a very like, almost like a fever dream experience. (laughs) And I also, you know, I use the melody from that's the way that the world goes round. And I use a lot of his song titles. And to me, it was almost like a parody where I was saying like, Oh, I'm going to use all these John Prine references just so I can express my grief and try to do it with humor the way that he would have. The same day that I wrote that song, I started getting a pain in my jaw like a little bit of a toothache. I'm 34. So the first thing I thought of was not, oh, my wisdom teeth are hurting because they came in now 12 years ago or something. (laughs) So um, I had this jaw pain and then it kind of got progressively worse and worse over the next week or two. And I had one live stream show to do, but of course all my other gigs had been canceled. And then I woke up the next day with like a debilitating jaw pain and I had to go to the emergency dentist and it turned out I had an infection in all four of my wisdom teeth. They all had to come out. And then, so it's been about three weeks. I haven't really been able to talk until today (laughs) or sing. But our our joke in the household is that since the pain started right after John Prine passed, that it was his wisdom dropping onto me and it filled up my wisdom teeth. And that's why I got got that infection. And so then I, I asked the dentist if I could keep one of them. So I have one of John Prine's tokens of wisdom here in this box. Well, we're going to listen to the song here, and I do hope to have you back soon whenever it works for you. I want to do a full-scale Song of the Soul with you. People, you can go to carcyblanton.com and take a look at Carcy's music. It's wonderful stuff. She's got great message, great humor, great creativity, great hair, great teeth. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> And a great song, Fishing With You, that she wrote the day after John Prine died. Here is Carsey Blanton. Thank you so much, Carsey. Thanks for having me, Mark. I appreciate it. Fishing With You. Hey, John Prine, thanks for the tunes. They were sweet as peaches, crazy as loons, always telling us how to be good to each other. You smart-ass, smiling, nameless lover, but it's rough down here since we got the news. My take. Sick of singing Amazing Grace 
fishing with you. Hey, John Prine, just one more thing. You're the one who made us all want to sing. You made it look so easy and look so fun. We'll sing a little sweeter now that you're all done. Please tell Petty we've been breaking down since. Merlin, Bowie, and Leonard, and Prince. You got a pretty good band up there, I guess. We all wish you Tonight, heaven is a happy place. They were all sick of singing Amazing Grace. And now it's fishing, whistle, lean on me. Everybody singing in harmony. Tonight in heaven, it must be nice. They're all eating peaches in paradise. All of them angels lining up in a queue. Just to go fishing with you. Just to go fishing with you. Just to go fishing with Jesus and Petty. That was Carsey Blanton and her song to honor John Prine called Fishin' With You. A link to her site and the video in which Carsey recorded this song is on northernspiritradio.org, along with more songs, both written and inspired by John Prine. We're just sampling bits of Song of the Soul shows from the late summer, early fall of 2020, and I'm cherry-picking succulent cherries of songs with some sort of old-time roots. Next up is John Smith, that's all one word, a musician located just about 90 minutes travel from me in west central Wisconsin. John Smith creates great songs that feel traditional, with roots that seem deep in the soil of our country and culture. My job is to invite the song and the story like this. John, let's go on to another song right away. I'd love to get in. Actually, what I'd love to do is probably get all eight of your CDs into this 55 minutes, but it won't happen. So, <laughs> Yeah. Why don't we go to a song called I Will Fly, Mark, which is a song that I wrote in Virginia. I was invited to an art colony in the Blue Ridge Mountain area there. And it's a place called the Virginia Center for Creative Arts. They invite about, I think, about a dozen artists from all over the world different types of art. When I was there, there was a composer from Dublin. There was a painter from China. There was a videographer from Denmark. And there were also, it was very unique, there were five Native American writers there. What it is, is they have a beautiful dormitory and they feed you these incredible chef. It's just really a class place in a beautiful rural setting. And they took all the outbuildings of this farm and turned them into studios for artists. And so I had this beautiful studio that was, Wisconsin people will relate to this. There was a nice farm silo, big dairy silo, with a shed attached to it. And they turned that shed into my little studio. You know, I mean, finished it off with a vaulted ceiling and a grand piano, all looking out over the Blue Ridge Mountains. And so at the same time, that particular week that I was there, these Native American writers were there. Right next to me, not even a stone's throw away, was this corn crib that was turned into a writer's room, you know, where they didn't need as much room as a musician might with instruments and piano and stuff. So anyway, this was the first day I got there. I was in awe of the beauty of the place in the studio. And right away, I wanted to honor the sacredness of, first of all, all the art and creativity that's happened in this room that I'm sitting in now, which is 365 days a year, 24-7. It always has artists in it. And so to be in that room, and the beauty of it, and I just remember opening the windows, 
And I was like, okay, I, I write my songs on the fly a lot, driving down the road literally on pieces of paper on the steering wheel or in hotel rooms or late at night after my dad, kind of a thing around my deck. But never did I ever have like a whole week where that's all I had to do. I don't even have to make a sandwich. Nothing, <laughs> just write songs. <laughs> and so, but it kind of freaked me out because it's not my normal. So I just thought, okay, John, just sit here and breathe. Just put the guitar on my lap and just breathe. So I did, and I just kind of went into a place of meditation. And I swear that the Native American guy next to me in his corn crib studio, I think some of his juju came into my window. <laughs> uh, because that was one of the reasons that they like to mix the artists. They want that inter-inspiration from different medias and cultures to kind of meet. And so the song has a very Native American approach to afterlife, kind of like Shinto, nature-based spirituality. That's where it's written from. It's called I Will Fly. By John Smith. When my time comes to leave I want you to know I believe That love goes on And it never dies So when I'm gone I will give you a sign And I will fly Across the valley I will land up in the pine When you hear a lonesome wren song You will know it's me up on high So please don't cry When I go Just break out the fiddle and rise in the bowl And sing all night Till the morning comes Send me on my way upon the wings of love And I will fly across the valley I will land up in and when you hear a lonesome wren song, you will know it's me upon high. Up in the pine 
you hear a lonesome wren song, you will know it's me up on high. You will know it's me up on high. One and only John Smith is with us here today for Song of the Soul. His song, I Will Fly, is from his 2002 release, Travelers. And you'll find him at his website, johnsmithmusic.com. Of course, the link is on northernspiritradio.org, as is the link to that October 2020 interview with John Smith, along with several other stunning examples of his bone and soil deep music. One of the benefits of doing this kind of show for 18 years is that I can finally get around to unearthing unbelievable talents like John Smith right in my own backyard, that is to say 90 miles away. Last up on today's revisit with fall 2020 is a far too little known wonderful performer, Ash Devine. I can't follow all the music of all the hundreds of musicians I've interviewed, but Ash and her music just call so deeply to my soul that her music seems a fitting way to conclude this retrospective with the songs that she shared in the old hymn with a few updated lyrics bridging the decades and centuries to our deepest roots. We head out with one last song related to our theme, a home recording, actually, by Ash Devine. Take us out, Ash, for Song of the Soul. Well, the grand finale is How Can I Keep From Singing, which is traditional Quaker song, actually, or is believed to be. It's believed to be, yeah. Peter and Annie, I don't know if you know the people behind the Rise Up Singing songbook. Yeah, I don't know them, but I have that book sitting right over here, actually. (laughs) And they do explain that a lot of people do think of this as a Quaker song. There was a verse written by a Quaker that is included in the Rise Up Singing book. But where did you connect with this song? Actually, you know what? I think the first time I heard it was Enya's version. Yeah, I listened to a lot of Enya when I was a young person. So that's the first time I heard it. And then just through being part of lots of traditional song circles and everything else, I've heard, you know, Pete Seeger's version. And and then when I was getting ready to make this video that we're about to listen to, I looked up lots of different versions of it and pieced together the verses that I liked. I want to talk briefly about the story of what inspired me to make this video. It was on September 11th, 2017. The Hurricane Irma was about to hit the Gulf Coast of Florida and everyone was bracing for a terrible storm and lots of destruction and flooding. And my grandmother lives in Florida and she was in a seven foot storm surge warning area, but she refused to leave her house. My family and I were calling her every day. I was like, okay, I'm going to call her and try this other strategy of convincing her to (laughs) at least go to her sister's house two hours away, you know, which is on higher ground in central Florida. But she refused to leave her house, you know. Not only there was that, and then it was September 11th. So there's the, you know, the heaviness of that date and the, the, the grieving and the, all those feelings about September 11th and what happened here in this country on that date. So that night, it was supposed to make landfall. I was in Port Townsend, Washington. I had gone there for a summer tour and to visit that place, which is very dear to me. 
And I was staying in a friend's trailer out in their garden. And so the video is me in that trailer. And I just, I was very upset, you know, worried that I was going to lose my grandmother, that she would be washed away in a storm. And I just randomly decided to sing that song to comfort myself. And I tuned my guitar down to that open tuning that I'm playing in. And it was just sort of very intuitive choice, just following my instinct to work on this song. And so I sang it over and over and over again for about three hours and finally decided I'd just make a video. So it was all very spontaneous and it's very improvised, but something about the quality of my emotions at that moment really helped to shape how I sang and played that tune and the combination of lyrics that I chose to use. So that's the story. She, she ended up being okay. <laughs> she ended up making it through, but that song was my prayer. Wow, what a powerful way for us to conclude your song of the soul. Again, Ash Divine has been here. Her website is ashdivine.net, A-S-H-D-E-V-I-N-E, ashdivine.net. The link's on northernspiritradio.org. This traditional song, How Can I Keep From Singing, carries just one small part of the spiritual and emotional power that is channeled through Ash Divine's music. Please go to her website and check out more of her music. Keep up with her because there's a couple more albums coming in the next year or two. I'm so very happy to see you face-to-face as we do this over Zoom, to just see both the light shining through you and the spirit being channeled through your words and music. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been a wonderful time. I hope we stay in touch. I'm looking forward to it. So here we are. How can I keep from singing? Enjoy this, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul.
grows Songs in the night it giveth No storm can shake Our inmost calm Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.